Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Both Mics. Hey, folks. Both Mics is a show about nothing and everything. He is Mike Sofka. And that is Mike Taylor. And together, we're Both Mics. Welcome to show number 66 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. Podcasts can be heard. We are actually live right now on twitch.tv slash both mics. Head on over there. You see us live every Friday night about 7 o'clock Eastern time-ish. And we run for about two hours to 9 o'clock-ish. What, uh, what what episode are we on tonight? 66. Did I not say 66? I don't know. I might not have heard you. I'm getting old. Welcome to show number 66. Heard everywhere. Podcasts can be heard. Yes, yes, yes. How are you, Mike? Good, good. A little bit of a headache. Long week. Yeah, and, so uh, should, should we have the Quiet started. Storm show? Yeah, yeah. Can we keep quiet it down a little bit? We do it. We're doing NPR show. <laughs> yes. Hey, folks. We have here Roger. Roger's a gardener here <laughs> in St. Augustine. He plants azaleas and hibiscus. Oh, His favorite hibiscus. is Lily of the Nile. I love hibiscus. Don't you love hibiscus? Hibiscus are great. What is your favorite color, hibiscus? I would have to say red. The red, red. hibiscus. I, I like yellow. Yellow is very nice. Yellow. Yeah, to- good morning. We're doing NPR radio. The uh, the IT person here in the building is looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Both mics have lost it. I know, really. All right, well, I'm going to put up the What's thing. What's happening in the news? I'm going to put this up first off because I didn't put it up. I should have put it up. That's where you can find us. You can find us everywhere. Find us everywhere you find stuff. That's the best way to remember it. Exactly. We're like dirt. We're everywhere. We're well, dust. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me get to it here. There's a uh, the thing going on right now, and it's called the Take Back Day. Have you heard okay. about this? Yeah, I, I looking at the picture, I know what it is, and, and yeah, I've heard of it before. All right, it's but... the DEA National Prescription Drug Take Back Day. And what you do is, if you have old prescriptions or prescriptions you're not using anymore, or maybe you yeah, got flush some them pain... down the toilet. No, 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 you're not no, supposed no? to do that. No, what you're you supposed mean, I've been, to I've do. Been doing it wrong? Well, I'm endorsing the the uh, Take Back Day, and through a promotional event with National Take Back Day, you can somehow get them to me. So I'm not going to tell you how to get them to me, but I will tell you, just email me, Mike underscore Sofka at bothmikes.com, and I'll help you out. I'll help. I, I may even throw a, a t-shirt your way or a sticker or some shit. Yeah. So take them, take them back to Mike's house. Yes, that's what it's about. They say, uh, <laughs> this is a serious thing, though. They say 9.7 million people misused prescription pain relievers. This is in the past year. This is, yeah. a two, sorry, 2019 National Survey on Drug Use. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. being we're talking about that take back day, pain relievers, stimulants, tranquilizers, uh, sedatives, whatever you have, I will help you with that. I totally understand. Yeah, um, yeah. Being here in Florida, we had we had a little bit of an issue with uh, with people over prescribing pain medication some time ago, and I'm, I'm thinking they got a handle on it to some degree, right? Yeah, I think they shut down those things they call pill mills. 
and uh, there were some ab serious abusers of overprescribing, you know, hacks, uh, you know. Uh, in my country, I was head of neurosurgery. Here, I am qualified to be janitor. You know, those guys, you know, right. dishing out pills. Somehow they got the ability. <laughs> got their uh, their medical degree in Grenada. Oh, it's a big deal now. They finally got their act together, though, because, like, if I go get a certain prescription from my general doctor, which I usually try to, you know, keep up on that shit. So, I, you know, if I need, this is a, something that I don't always need, but sometimes I need. Anyway, long story short they have to put you in if it's meets certain requirements if it's a pain pill, sleeping yeah. pill whatever they have to put it in a database as they're prescribing it and it immediately cross checks with whether you've been doctor shopping and going from place to place and going to different pharmacies or whatever yeah, yeah. and then the pharmacy has to go to the database and say they filled it and all that so it's a lot harder i guess to to do that yeah I guess which makes sense and it was really easy why didn't they do that you know 20 years ago you can't even buy like the was it uh claritin d you know the the powerful stuff yeah. that used to be just regular sudafed yeah because they think that, you're gonna make meth right yeah yeah i'm my 15 pills i'm gonna make you know all kinds of mess with meth with 15 pills but yeah, that's you have to hand over your driver's license. And right. They, they scan it and they make sure you know you, you have 15 pills. You didn't. You haven't been here in the past 15 days. Not, your picture's not on a wall. Don't serve this guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been in one of those small businesses? And this is going back a little bit because nobody really does this anymore. But places that would have like uh, hot checks. People wrote a. a, a a check they bounced in it, so they hang your picture up and the check up on the bar. You know, it's like a four dollar and fifty six cent check. Don't take checks from this guy. Yeah, from from Lucky Walk. Yeah, <laughs> I, actually, I was just going to mention that when you, when you started into the conversation about it. But yeah, I, I've seen that before. Like they'll they'll have the name highlighted and uh, you know, four dollar and two cent. There's a there's a certain adult store in in the Central Florida area I've been to, and. Um, I, 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 they have their pictures on the wall of shoplifters. So they, <laughs> they show the picture of the guy. Oh, no, it's done nicely. It's in a frame. It's got the picture. It's got the description of what they stole and them holding the picture of what they stole. And there's like pictures like old dudes that you would think would qualify for the get off my lawn bit. And they'd be like right. holding this 10 inch black dildo like this and <laughs> up in the. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to know, dude. Dude, we need to go there and just ask him to put our picture up, and you know, we, we got, and we'll put a sticker on the frame. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds put, like you could, you could just go there and steal something, Mike. You'll get your picture up, no problem. Oh yeah, sure, sure. A, a trip to thirty third. Nothing, nothing better <laughs> for a Saturday. Well, I can't. Wow. It's been hard to go a show without talking about the Gabby Petito and the Brian Laundry. Yeah, thing. how about that? Yeah, they found. Remains and then the remains have been discovered to be of Brian Laundry. So that's uh, wow, crazy. Are of him? That's what I've seen today in the news. Today, okay, I, I didn't hear any news about it today. I heard yesterday that there were remains. They well, they said what what I had caught when they initially found the remains. They found some of his belongings nearby, and it was thought that for sure that would be him. And they just had, I guess, I don't know if they do a DNA or dental records or or how they do it. Yeah, you got to figure that, you know, it, it, it would be easy to plant stuff, backpack, whatever the case may be, you know, his, his, a utility bill in there. Right. But, and, and then bones can be bones, but if they can't be identified, you know, 
or well, I, I mean, I don't know how long the body was out there or anything, but I heard it was in a marshy area or an area that was previously underwater. Hmm. Yeah, they, it's uh, Sarasota County, I think not far from where they were searching for him, like not far at all. So I'm trying to pull this up here, but let's see. Yada, yada, Micah Hatchet Creek Environmental Park. That was involved. <laughs> God bless you. Gesundheit. Yes. So the Sarasota County Medical Examiner's Office and a cadaver dog from Pasco County Sheriff's Office were called to assist in the investigation. The remains were skeletal included and included part of a human skull. Hmm. Well, I guess, well, part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it, does it include the jaw? You know, because that's how they, they really do it, right? Dental records, they get in there and they, they figure things out that way? I guess. They say this is his remains. In a statement, the FBI Denver's field office, who's been leading the investigation, said that a comparison of dental records confirmed that the okay. human remains in the Carlton Reserve and the Micahatchee Creek Environmental Park in Sarasota County Wednesday, those were of laundry. So I guess they're going to, you know, put this story to rest. I mean, this story is dead now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is yeah. it too soon? <laughs> not for not for Nancy Gray. She'll be able to get at least another month out of it. Yeah, well, we're going to have to bury this. Oh, sorry. Is it too soon still? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I worked all day on those two. Those two? Yes, those two. Yeah. I worked all day. So, uh... Paycheck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 All right. Let me, point, wow. me pull their picture off. Hopefully, you know, we, we got another 50 clicks or so because of saying the name Brian Laundrie and Gabby Petito. I know that's sick and disgusting, but hey, what do you expect? People right. were, are interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's senseless. So I, I'm trying to find the next thing. I thought I found the next thing last week. Okay. The next case. Remember we talked about that other guy? Marauder, uh, murderer. You know what? Oh, the, the next big story. Yeah. The, the captivating story, the, the, the leading headline. Yeah. You know what? Screw it. We're going to do the alien update. All right. Fast looking alien! Welcome to the Alien Update, brought to you by McDonald's. Have it your way at Burger King. <laughs> yep. We have a awesome. uh, short microphone problem here, so I'm adjusting. Yeah, a short microphone problem or, or long user problem? Yes, yes. <laughs> All that. And I'm trying to fix her up here. Yeah. i got to get a new one of these things anyway. I need one that's a little Square bit peg, round hole. Let's see if this uh, will work now. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. 
now. Right. How come I'm not showing up on the thing? Oh, I'm showing up. All right. Yeah, you there, bro. All right. Sorry about that. All right. All right. All right. So here we are. Yeah. Alien update. Yep. Reason why I want to do this alien update is because SpaceX. And of course, when we talk SpaceX, right. that's uh, always our man, Elon Musk, right? Yeah, first. Well, first off, let, let me back up a second. If you're new to the program or forget or you're high like most of our listeners, you can just uh, imagine that all these dudes that we talk about in the Alien Update are aliens. Why? Because there's 7 billion people on the planet. There's like 4 or 5 people that have more money than God, and they know how to advance our situ civilization, both socially, culturally, technology-wise. It's amazing the stuff they're doing. So I'm convinced these people are aliens. And if you look at them, you can see them through their eyes. You can see that. You can imagine them being an alien. Like Zuckerberg. First thing I think of it with him, you know, because there's different types of, of aliens. Okay. You know, like I didn't I didn't know this. Yes, there's Dude. the greys, okay. those little little short guys, right? With the, the, a spectrum of aliens? Yes. Well, it's kind of like there's different colored people, different types of people. You know what I mean? You got, yes. uh, you know, people of all colors. Well, you have aliens of all colors as well. So you have the grays. <laughs> Those are the short ones. Then the grays also hang out with the tall ones that are very like them, but they <coughs> resemble like uh, very slim, very tall. And when I say tall, I mean in comparison to the short grays. So the short grays may be like three to five feet. And then the grays also hang with the taller ones. And those guys are more like human size, but they're a lot thinner. Okay. Then you got this other, uh, this other clan, the, the reptilians, and that's just what they are. They they look like. Remember that show when you were a kid, the Slee Stacks? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. No, well, not awesome. What, what was that show lost. called? Land of the Lost. Land Marshall of Will the Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell did a remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got that. <laughs> those he? are the reptilian-looking people, okay? Yeah. And then you got this the crap out of me. Then you got this the other. The anxiety on Saturday morning watching that with the Slee Stack. Oh, uh, yeah, that and the HR puffing stuff and the. Uh, well, that was fun. Yeah. That was. But yeah, no, Slee Stack, when they came out, like, it, yeah, it was like frightening. They always made that little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you got another another race, and I forget what they call them, but they're very pale. They're very Nordic looking. I think they're called the Arturians. Very Nordic looking. They're very tall. Yeah. They look like Vikings, basically. And yeah, um, you, have, you have too much free time, Mike. No, there's and there's other races, dude. Then there's shapeshifters. They can oh. resemble anything. What? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is people think this is a joke. It's on you can. It's on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> it must be true. All right, let's let's get on the thing here. SpaceX here. There's a uh, giant phallic symbol-looking rocket that is. Uh, the SpaceX, they're using something new called a Raptor engine. And they were so happy they were able to test this and do the rock, this uh, Raptor engine without it exploding. <laughs> no shit, really? That was what you were... It's a good sign. Yeah, well, I guess the first time around, you know, they, they, you know, if you can get it to not explode, that's, they're probably ahead of what, ahead of the curve, you know, what they were expecting. I know, but is it just me where, first of all, all these spaceships look like a friggin' penis. We can put this back on the, the, the comment earlier about the adult store there. I mean, is it is it just me or <laughs> they were hoping the penis wouldn't explode? I mean, what are we doing here? Is this all yeah. we do? Did you ever see that program on Netflix? I think it was called uh, Space Force. No, no. 
Steve Carell did it last year. It's a full. There's ten episodes. It's a season. I cranked it out in like two days. But <laughs> it, it was very. It was very well done. It was very funny, and you can picture these little idiosyncrasies that these people have, and the little, you know getting at somebody and it's almost like a regular work environment it was almost like watching the office but as space force it was pretty funny it was pretty well done i thought kind of like office space but different no well i meant like the office like the show the office yeah steve, steve carell yeah. so never saw it never saw it you've never seen the office never seen the office shut up yeah dude i i avoid tv like Friends, before I got back with Brenda, never seen Friends before in my life. Really? Before 2010, never, really? Seen, never seen Friends. Never seen a full episode of Seinfeld. Wow. Uh, Two and a Half Men, before Brenda, never saw it. Big Bang Theory, before Brenda, never saw it. Uh, Moms, before Brenda, never saw it. Something About Raymond, before Brenda, never saw it. All those, those classics that are on, like, nonstop repeat on the Nickelodeon channels and all the cable channels at night. Now I watch them before now. Wow. That's crazy. dude. I was busy. I had things to do. <laughs> well, I also want to talk about while we're in the alien update here, I'm going to try to pull it up. I should, I should pull this up before I start to talk about it. That would be good. Instead of sitting here waiting for it to come up. I got some, I got to get with the IT person in this house. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Right. Well, on that last story, I remember I saw a quick blip and I saw the the, the test. It was like a 20 second test. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the rocket didn't even leave the ground. They basically ignited Just the rocket. Well, yeah. <laughs> ran it for about 10 seconds and then shut it down. We're so going to like, shoot this thing. We don't know where it's going to land, but it might explode. Okay. And it's also the rocket that that shoots up and comes down laterally. And then at the last minute, writes itself and, and lands. Wow. That's... So they finally got it to, to land properly. Now they're changing the engine. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's crazy. Like you said, you know, like you've said before, they can land this thing on a postage stamp on a barge in the middle in of the middle ocean. Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. It's, uh, well, NASA, it's amazing. NASA is doing something kind of neat here. Uh, whoa, wrong one. There we go. NASA, it, they want to buy more astronaut rides on private spaceships. So, okay, this is my thing. Is this kind of like the government officials that we have working for us, but they're using public transportation? I mean, how do I, <laughs> how do I, you know, I or that we're giving tax money so that this guy can get to his office in D.C. every day? Is that what we're doing so he can use his Uber? I mean, I find it fascinating that we're heading into this place where private industry is running things. It's corporate. And right. the yeah. government's bowing to the corporation. Do you not? Do people not see this or is it just me? I'm sure everybody sees it. <laughs> but, you know... Um... How how big can the government be? You know, like to to be able to travel back and forth, is that really something in in the government's best interest? When they can just say, hey, you know, this guy over here, we can throw him a bone and and he can take care of it, light years ahead of what we're doing, and we won't be on the hook for it. Or let me ask you this. Yes. Let me ask you: Is this part of that? stolen or 
revamped technology that maybe was reworked or what do they call that when like let's say we have a plane that goes down in russia and russia's able to reverse engineer the plane maybe we were talking about aliens here this is the alien update still check this out now open up your mind for a second maybe we've already had these technologies and we already know all this stuff but we chose to give it to private corporations and that was only done through our politicians so they could receive a cash pick cash back to them in their pocket otherwise they wouldn't have given this to the private corporation and you're right we would have had a large government and a government scientist building and all this stuff where they would develop these things because these things are cost way too much they're they generated our society to a point and we've gotten to a point socially and culturally where we can't live without things. Can't live without the cell phone. Can't live without the internet. Can't live without... Pretty soon it's going to be you can't live without space travel. So my whole thing is there's a reason why it's privatized. And it's not so we have this competition and we do it cheaper and all this. It's for the politicians to get their money kicked back. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> No. no. All right. That sounds like a well thought out answer, Mike. Good. All right. Appreciate it. Well, you yeah, know what? I'm relieved. You said no, so I'm relieved now. Yeah. It, well, it, it is kind of suspect that the, you know, that space travel is needed, and for the longest time, it seemed like the the U.S. government and NASA was kind of getting out of it. Um, you know, and and now maybe they were expecting. Or they knew that this technology was coming on with private companies or now public companies, and uh, they decided to, to shift their their abilities there. All right. You know? So, how does all of a sudden there's a bunch of network carriers and cell phones? When cell phones came out, there was a bunch of carriers, and you got charged a premium if you called long distance. And you got charged, yeah. you know, you got charged every six ways to Sunday when you got a call come in. It was thirty-five cents a minute. You paid, a, you know, fifty dollars a month to get those thirty minutes, you know. And you were very careful with your minutes. And right. now it's being consolidated to maybe a handful of companies because the corporations they're building and buying and merging and all this stuff, yep. and that's how it's it develops. But usually how it goes with every okay. every industry. Okay. So go back again to what I said. There was like 100, 200 phone companies, whatever you want to say. Okay. However many there were when the cell phones first came out. Well, when they first came out, there was a handful and then more. Yeah, don't do that thing with your arm again, dude. You were like, I thought you were cracking an arm fart there. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> on the microphone. My, my microphone is right here, and I was reaching across to scratch my back. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, you mean at about the same time, all hundred of these companies just discovered this technology and were able to produce these things? No, they were given the technology. They had to reverse engineer it. They were all given the same thing. It was, it's like Cub Scouts, where you're all given the same car with the wooden block, and you're not able to add anything to it or anything they were all given the same thing now you go make something out of it right well it's all a matter of of how you do it you know am i there you go <laughs> it's all a matter of how you do it with the with you know with the boxcar derby you're you're given you're given limitations and there's people who who, who 
actually will plan out and, and work the limitations, and there's people who won't. And that and the people who work the limitations will be the winners. And okay, um, and you said it just there. So what the government did was they gave these hundred or so companies this technology, and like you said, the ones who achieve are going to be the winners, and then there's going to be everyone else. They're going to drop off. Or, it, what's you know, I use the, the Roger Bannister effect. People, most people don't never heard of it. Uh, I use it to 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 to, to uh, not metaphorically, like it, it, yeah, to I use it to show. A lot of different things. All right. Roger Bannister effect. You have AT&T. AT&T comes along, invents the tele, not invents the telephone, but basically makes the telephone countrywide, worldwide, whatever the case may be. They break it apart into different part sections, like 9X actually became Verizon. And all these different sections around the country became Sprint. They became this other company. They became Verizon. And then, of course, they'll turn around and like Metro, uh, Metro PCS is another one and metro pcs is now combined with sprint i think and like everybody has their their regular customer and then they have their discount rate like i think cricket is the discount rate of at&t and oh um so you have your at&t that started off along and they say they came up with the cell phone even though i think motorola did um and they have the technology, they start their infrastructure. That's why you're paying a lot because you're paying for them to build the infrastructure. Then uh, MCI or uh, Sprint comes along and says, oh, well, look, they did it. Why can't we? You know, it's, it, it's now proven. Roger Bannister was the first person to run the four minute mile. No one ever before in recorded history ran a four minute mile in recorded history. Um, no one said it could be done. Well, Roger Bannister did it. Well, weeks later, months later, all of a sudden, People are starting to run four-minute miles because Roger Bannister proved, hey, it can be done. And he said, well, if he did it, I can do it. So all these people come along, create competition. Your prices start going down because your infrastructure is complete. Maybe. You know, quick I, quick lesson in economics. No, uh, I, I, I kind of agree with it. But I don't think we'd see these advances without political government kickback. And if you look at, at, well, yeah. at people's wealth, take any politician. Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever. Look at their, uh, where, where, what the reported, anyway, the reported uh, net worth of these people are before they go into office and then after office. And it's mathematically yeah. impossible, even if they saved every penny and invested every penny into a 20% return over 30 years in oh, Congress. Nice. It's all speaking engagements and book deals. Yeah, and paintings that sell for five hundred thousand, even though you've never painted. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. All right. No, so, it, it definitely opens up doors. That's for sure. All right. Uh, we, we need term limits, by the way. Yes, we do. You're absolutely correct. There was a fireball in the sky not long ago, and everybody thought it was aliens. Everybody thought something was happening. This was spotted yeah. in the Midwest. I had Taco Bell. Sorry. It wasn't a meteor. What was it, Mike? Do you know? Um, it was uh, space junk. Correct. Russian satellite. Really? Look at that, huh? See that? Yeah, there you go, rubbing your microphone in your armpit. That's great. <laughs> oh, wait. You said something about Taco Bell before. Okay. Was that the bell? Yeah. Run to the border. Yeah, I'm trying to do this on the cell phone with the sound effect thing. Because if I do it on my desktop or 
the laptop, everything goes quirky for some reason. So I'm trying to get better. I'm watching Twitch. If you can see, there's there's us on Twitch. All right. How about the chat? Do we, do we have one person watching in the chat? That'd be great it, if it was one. Is it me? Maybe they're just sitting there chatting with themselves. Yeah, no one's there. We're no just, one's there. No one's listening, Mike. No one cares. This is Mike. That's what I just wrote. This is Mike. If anybody else is out there, write something nobody, in the chat box. Nobody's out there, Mike. Nobody cares. Makes me sad. I know. I'm trying to do these sound effects here. Nothing's happening. <laughs> oh, there. I turned down the sound for some reason. That makes a lot of sense why the fart yeah, machine's that'll, that'll not working. It. I was trying to get nope. the fart machine working. Let's try this one. All right. <laughs> there we go. Shut Okay. Well, damn. It's Holy working cow, now. Lisa, Lisa, keep it down. Right? What are you doing, step bro? Uh-oh. Sorry. Wrong page opened up there. Anyway, there's a, <laughs> there's a fireball in the sky, and it was a Russian satellite. So here's my question. If you see this thing ripping across the sky, and you're in the Midwest... Yeah, I'd be worried what it is, because you're not expecting it to be a Russian satellite. What if this thing were to land on somebody? Well, like on your pillow next to you. Yes, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Now, I'm sure it's just a picture the way it is, but like, wouldn't you think if something's falling to the ground, it would be on some sort of an angle and not going perpendicular to the ground? Well, it depends on if you feel that the Earth is flat or round. That's what I was just thinking. Maybe, maybe the have a point you know there is there is flat <laughs> flat earth society all yeah. around the globe right and some people need to be chased with a stick <laughs> jeez how come <sighs> how come if i'm standing straight up if you looked at me from the same angle that you see the earth i'd be standing sideways i'd be all like this right Exactly. If the Earth is spinning at 10,000 miles an hour, how can when I jump in the air, I land in the same spot? There you go. I don't get it. <laughs> math is so hard. <laughs> Nobody told me there'd be math. Yeah. Five out of four people are bad at math. Yes, sir. That, that would be correct. The West Coast is bracing... For simultaneous bomb cyclone and an atmospheric river. That was huh? a mouthful. This is according to CNN.com, so it must be true. This is what's going to happen. The entire West Coast this weekend, Saturday or Sunday. Now, depending on when you're listening yes. to this. But hopefully you're able to listen to this if you're on the West Coast. And Paulie, I hope you guys are safe out there. Paulie and Lauren and family. But... A bomb cyclone with hurricane-like strength and chart-topping atmospheric river will coincide Saturday night into Sunday to unleash flooding rains, wet snow, strong winds, and coastal surf around the western USA. Wow. Bomb cyclone is a system that drops at least 24 millibars in pressure 24 hours or less and typically lowers the pressure and that's a stronger storm. Atmospheric rivers are narrow bands of concentrated moisture 
that cruise more than two miles above the ocean and release rain or snow when they hit land. This one rates a five out of five. So wow. This is gonna be dependent on where you are, depending on your elevation or depending on where you are in a country. Could be like a snow hurricane or like a hurricane with flooding. So this sounds like it could be very bad. Sounds like it could ruin your weekend. Now here's my question. Yeah. Are they still having those forest fires out there? I'm sure they are to some degree. They always are. Okay. Have you ever heard of people saying that the government controls the weather? Yeah. I'm just saying. <sighs> no. <laughs> I think I think they have the ability within reason. I mean, there, there's you've heard of cloud seeding, right? Yes. What is that? To the best of your knowledge, what is that? <clears throat> um, they, they do something specific, and they, they kind of get the clouds to produce moisture. Ah, so that would mean they're getting the clouds to do rain. And somebody's doing that. So it is possible to make rain. So if it's possible to make rain, and we know that, they're not going to tell us they can make a damn hurricane. I mean, that's why George Bush kept sending all those hurricanes to New Orleans, right? Because he hated black people. Yeah, I thought it was the gays. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was one or the other. It gets, it gets so confusing. Now, here's here's another question. All those cargo ships are out there waiting because they can't unload. They can't yeah. unload because you can't just use a regular tractor trailer anymore. You have to use one of these Green New Deal tractor trailers, and they only have a handful of them, and they're very expensive. And then when you get to the dock, there's labor shortages so they can't get the containers on these three trucks then those three trucks take the product to the state line where it's transferred to another truck where all the 49 other states will accept these other yeah that's the supply chain problem so here's the bigger supply chain problem is this storm gonna blow c containers right off these container ships are these are these ships gonna flip over is there gonna well, be sinkage uh, well i'm sure they're they're prepared to some degree for this because it you know granted you don't get a lot of hurricanes in washington state seattle i'm guessing is where they're talking um oh no they're talking from california all the way up to washington oregon so like other places have you know have dealt with winds so i'm sure there's some kind of protocol well this to me looks like you you know how we have hurricanes that sometimes hit Florida, and then they go up the East Coast, and next thing you know, they're checking in in South Carolina. Then before you know it, they're hitting New Jersey, you know, and they yeah. very. This is the same thing. That's what this is. It's going to be bad. Wow. Interesting. I hear that, like, you were talking about the containers. I, I read a headline somewhere that they're, like, stacking containers, like, on the side of the street in, like, neighborhoods. Yeah. Because there's no, no place to put these things. Yeah. It's Interesting. Crazy. Interesting. Anyway, this is um, yeah. This, they go on to say in this story here about this uh, event: an atmospheric river marked as a category four or a five is capable of producing remarkable rainfall totals over three or four days, likely to exceed ten to fifteen percent of a typical year's uh, precipitation in some locations. So they're expecting flooding. They're expecting mudslides. They're going to expect. Yeah earthquakes they're going to expect california is going to fall you can buy beachfront property in utah right now 
<laughs> yeah, what caught my ear is when you said this could be down to 24 millibars. Yeah. Like, that, that, that has to be wrong. I think, like, a record for uh, a hurricane, at least on the East Coast, are you saying, it gets down to, like, 28 millibars. Well, I said it drops at least 24 millibars. I didn't say it was 24 millibars. And if oh. I did, I need to correct it. And let me requote this because I know CNN wouldn't lie. A bomb cyclone is a system that drops at least 24 millibars in pressure 24 hours or less. Okay. I don't know that much of mil- I, I I don't know that much about barometric pressure. Is yeah. That, what like what's our normal? Do you know what? what our- like like 30, 31. Okay. Yeah, and like the lower it gets, usually it's the, the more more disruptive the weather is. Now I did, I did, you know, my friend uh, Gino Losi, who I went fishing with, you know, I think I told this story before. He's, you know, we were going to go fishing one day and he goes, hey, we're not going to go in the morning. I'll call you and tell you what time we're going. And I'm like, oh, okay. I thought you had to get up early to go fishing, right? Right. So he says, I'll meet you at the dock at around two. There's going to be a tremendous drop in a barometric pressure and these fish are going to go crazy. And sure enough, he knew right where the fish were. He knew right where they were going to cook crazy. And we rolled up right on time. It was like a reservation at a restaurant. Boom. (laughs) Boom. Boom. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So there's something to it. All right. No idea. So the government's making it rain on the left coast. We've established that. (laughs) That's Mike underscore Safka at bullmikes.com. Yeah. Uh, hashtag conspiracy theory. Well, it is time for my new favorite segment that we do, and I'm stalling here. Here we go. Get off my lawn. Not in this lifetime, Sonny. Well, I think you're an overeducated 27-year-old version. There's a Mexican, a Jew, and a colored guy go into a bar. The bartender looks up and says, get the fuck out of here. Get off my lawn. Used to stack fucks like you five feet high in Korea. Use you for sandbags. Can't you people just leave me alone? Get off my lawn. You'd think the cold would keep all the idiots out. What are all you fish heads looking at anyway? Get off my lawn. Uh, you people are nuts. I knew you were a dipshit the first time I ever saw you. You're wrong, egg roll. I know exactly what I'm talking about. You're letting Click Clack Ding Dong and Charlie Chan just walk out with Miss What's-Her-Face. And you know why? Because you're a big, fat pussy. Get off my lawn. All right. So the get off my lawn portion here, I like I like uh, Clint Eastwood in that movie, by the way, that Gran Torino. Yes. Get off my lawn. We talk about these old men. And I like to talk about, you always hear in the news, Florida man. Well, here's old man from Florida. 91-year-old <laughs> dude. Okay. He looks a little crooked. Yeah, well, he's arrested for punching his neighbor, who's 46, in the face. Really? <laughs> Come on. No. Come on. This is, this is in Lake County. <sighs> this is in a housing community that I looked into moving to because it was friggin' sweet. It's all, you know, it's off the beaten path and all this. It's an area called Redtail. It's out there by Eustace. There's nobody out there, basically, except these, you know... They were $500,000 homes. Now they're probably a million dollar homes with the inflation wow. and devaluation. This is according to DailyMail.co. Florida cops say Thomas Con- Conrad, 91, punched his neighbor twice in the face in a spat over property lines on Saturday. 
Conrad's really? neighbor, 46-year-old Jack Henson, dared his elderly neighbor to punch him, according to the Lake County Sheriff's Department. Uh, Police said they asked Conrad if someone was to ask him to shoot them, would he do it? Conrad allegedly said, then I would have shot him. Police? Uh, If if he he jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge too? Conrad told the DailyMail.com that he is a sick individual who doesn't have much longer to live with nine stints in his heart. I I was in bed and I heard a lawnmower in my yard. I don't have a lawnmower. I had to get out of my stocking feet. I went to look and see who's in my yard. He kept saying, come hit me, come hit me. And he would turn his jaw. I got the impression the only way to end this conversation was to do what he wanted. So I hit him. Wow. Yeah. So, (coughs) all right. So then on top of that, the 46-year-old, I guess, then called the cops. <laughs> I'm just still trying to get to that part. It's story right? has me Take a choked drink. up a little bit. Conrad said the officers roughed him up and that he was locked up for six hours with no dinner. No, at least he didn't call it supper. He said no right. dinner, no bed, no chair before his daughter posted a two thousand dollar bail. Wow. Oh my god. Unreal. That story is so- cute. Okay. So the the forty six year old in turn after telling the old man to to punch him, the old man punched him twice. He calls the cops. Henson alleged that he told his neighbor that he could punch him, but the police would be called. Henson's father, Jack Henson Senior, said the incident was part of a pattern in Conrad's behavior. Henson Junior could not be reached for comment. Conrad told the Daily Mail that he had extended numerous invitations for dinner to Henson since he moved in recently and had tried wholeheartedly to be a good neighbor before Saturday's incident. Okay. I see State Farm commercial here. (laughs) Right? Um, But was, was Henson cutting his neighbor's yard because his neighbor doesn't cut his yard i guess there's an argument over to the property line it sounds to me like these two old kooks live together the nose check that these two old kooks live next to each other conrad and henson henson's son who was henson jr apparently was out there with a lawnmower cutting the lawn and apparently you know when you cut a lawn and you got a neighbor with no fence. Sometimes you go over a little bit to make sure. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to be a dick and go right down the property line. You know, you want to do a little over, you know. Right, right. Oh, I'm cutting a strip here. Well, this guy probably couldn't stand that. And they probably argued over this before. And Yeah. Wow. 91 wow. years old. And, you know, he's lived his whole life probably a WW2 vet. Probably a Korea vet. Probably seen more shit than we could ever imagine. And this is what he makes the news for. Punching right. his neighbor in the face. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I'm going to reach out to this guy, being he's local, and see if I can get an interview with him. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I'd like to know the details. Maybe you know? he's like the Grand Torino guy. Maybe he's all, yeah, yeah, I stacked gooks like body body bags like sandbags or whatever, you know me. Right, right. Just like sound bite. Yeah, just like Clint Eastwood. I like this guy. <laughs> What's up with the shirt? 
I had a shirt like that when I was in first grade. What? No, not like it, this, dude. No, not like that. Yeah. I'm talking about, they're talking about his shirt up top there. Oh, his shirt. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what old people do, man. Once they get to a certain point, they stop buying clothes and they stay. Like, in the 90s, I can remember, in the early 90s, I can remember seeing and meeting elderly folks and thinking it was odd that they all dressed like they lived like the Brady Bunch in the fucking 70s. You know, they had the same clothes on. And I was like, this right? is odd. And yeah. Same thing. Yep. I think it's an okay shirt. It's got a collar on it. He's in a golfing community. Looks like a golfing shirt, you know. Whatever. This guy's hip. This guy probably goes and works out, and he's 91 years old. Probably hits the punching bag. He's probably over there all the time at the gym. On a little hanging punching bag, you know? <laughs> right. Yo, Rock! Hey, Rock! The uh, the pictures, if you get a chance to check it out, though, the pictures of these house, the houses that they live in, it's freaking huge, dude. Wow. It's freaking, like I said, it's probably, probably $350,000, $500,000 home easy. When they so, got it built 10, 12 years ago. And now it's so probably... So they're not, they're not 10 feet apart? I guess, man. I guess. I could see if, like, the houses are, are 10 feet apart. Like, I lived in a, a community where they were 10 feet apart. And my one neighbor never cut his grass. And, like, our driveways were on, like, closer to our border. So our driveways were literally 12 feet away from each other. And he never cut his 6 feet on his side. So I would cut... His six feet and my six feet. Right, because you don't want it to look better. better. Right. Exactly. Mine looked better. Did he ever, and then, did, did he thank you? No, no, never thanked me. And then on the other side of the driveway, it was always knee high. And I don't know how the, the HOA never called him out. He, they probably did. He, you know, he was a retired corrections officer from Long Island. He probably didn't give a crap. Wow. No, this shirt here, little... this is a grunt style shirt. It's got the American flag with like a skull with like a warrior mask. I got this at Bucky's. Get out of here. No, Bucky's. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I had to pick it up when I saw it. You know, it was one of those times where you go to Bucky's and you're like, hey, I'm just going to go in here and get a Coke and take a piss and get out of here. No, $78 yeah. later. Yeah, it's it's the new Target. All right, check this picture out. Ugh. Deadly bacteria found in aromatherapy products sold at Walmart. <laughs> okay. Not surprised. Yeah. I guess bacteria has a, a smell to it. I, I, this is just crazy. Better homes and gardens aromatherapy. This one they show here is lavender chamomile. I don't know here. I, I just don't get it. How how does the bacteria get into? Well, it only takes one what, molecule or cell of, of bacteria, and then it multiplies, and eventually, you know... It's there. I'm surprised more things don't have bacteria all over it. This is according to NBCNews.com. An aromatherapy spray sold at Walmart may be linked to four cases of highly uncommon bacterial infection that's rarely seen in the United States. Hmm. Okay. Where does Walmart get a lot of their products from? Uh, China. And I know the ships out there and the broken supply chain and now with the weather... I don't know if people were aware of this, but big companies like Walmart and like Amazon and uh, Costco, these type companies, they've already secured private shipping for their shit. They're not going through the general thing anymore. 
at the expense of losing money, these companies are sending right. planes, cargo planes, to go pick this shit up and make it a more... A quick, it's more expensive, but at least they'll have product. Right, right. Yeah, with with what what happened at the with the was a Gaza Strip, not Gaza Strip that that Suez Canal or whatever, and and the supply chain interrupted like that. The, so the bacteria, because we all know the difference, is called Buckholderia pseudomali. Yeah, spell that. Interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised most more things don't have it. Like, take potato chips. Potato chips they have like a seven week shelf life. How does it sit inside of a bag on a shelf? It's that air they pump in. Well, yeah, but still, some sort of bacteria has to get in there, has to be there, you know? And and obviously, the bacteria takes over in seven weeks by clockwork. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's amazing that we are not sicker than we are with the way things are preserved and the way things are, are, are canned and oh, whatnot. Oh, that's changing. That's changing because the society, the millennials and so forth that are coming up behind us, they didn't drink out of the damn garden hose. They didn't fall down, break a bone, have it sticking out. Your dad said, rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. Get back in the game. You know, I, I mean, we have evolved into a country of pusses. That's, I'm sorry. That's what it is. It's the pussification of America. We've yeah. coddled and no, no. You know, no. Now, I'm not saying beat your kid. I'm just saying you got that. No, your kid doesn't know at eight that they really a, a girl dropped, wrapped in a boy's body. Okay, let's stop with all that. Let's stop. Right. Let's stop with coddling children. Let's let them fall and scrape their knee. You have to learn how to fail if you want to learn how to succeed. Right. Your, your kids need a little bit of grit. I mean, when you learn how to ride a bike, right, you, you started with the training wheels normally. But it didn't mean you didn't ride a bike because you didn't know how. It's like you said before. People said stuff couldn't be done. They went out and did it. We don't have that now. We have followers. We have team yeah. members. Well, we don't have and, leaders. And the thing is, I, I think it's, it's, it's their parents' fault, which would be us, because the way we were treated by our parents, we, we, we got out of line. We got the belt. We didn't like the belt. So when our children came along, we didn't do the belt because we didn't like the belt. And yeah, now we did time out. Yeah, we, we did time out. And, and now our children are don't have the grit because they didn't struggle and they didn't get their butt whooped. They got time out. Well, so it, 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 it's a, an ebb and flow. Well, I want to, you know, the way that, that I did things was. Not so much with the... Okay, I figured this. When you're up to, like, maybe toddler age, if you're reaching for the hot stove, I'm going to smack you in the ass to associate that you can't reach for the hot stove, okay? I'm going right. to make you understand it because I can't communicate effectively with you yet. But once you're at a point where you can talk to me and we can talk to each other, there's no reason for me to hit you. So standing in the corner, timeout, stuff like that. Okay, but there's still repercussions. Not everybody gets a goddamn participation trophy. Right. Yeah. No, and to a degree, it's it's their parents' fault because you know when when they lost, they always wanted the trophy. So we got to make our kids feel good. We got to be friends with our kids. Here's a trophy. I I, I remember that. Uh, 
Progressive Insurance commercial with Flo. They had to take it off the air because Flo was eating ice cream after a kid lost the championship game or whatever. And the kid said, can I get sprinkles? And she goes, sprinkles are for winners. <laughs> Jesus. That's harsh. That's yes. harsh. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. Did your first two children, did they play sports at all when they were growing up or no? My daughter, no. My son, yes. All right. He played uh, football a couple of years. Was that the participation trophy age? Because Trey got participation trophies too. So yeah, um, he played in like first grade, and then he skipped to like tenth grade and started playing tenth and eleventh grade, and uh, he he loved it. And now in in high school, it wasn't participation trophy right. type of type of a deal. Exactly. But, but first grade, I'm pretty sure. You know, award ceremony, everybody got a certificate and and, and all that crap. So if yeah. we saw a change or a turn, because, you know, that's part of my goal. As, as a parent, you know, I want things to be better for my children than they were for me. I didn't live in squalor. I want to be clear. I didn't live in a right. bad... My parents are still together after 55 years. So, wow. you know, what I'm saying is... I think we try to make it better for our kids. I just think this last time around, the kids that we've raised are now raising kids. And though that next generation there is the overcoddled generation, because I think it, well, we wanted to make it easier and they want to make it even better for their children than they had it. And I don't think our kids had it that friggin' bad. No, no. Uh, granted, they didn't grow up in the 80s like us. Right. You know, the, the, the ultimate of awesome. Yeah, but, well, I got to see all the good bands. That's all I got to see. Yes, exactly. Twice. Yeah. If, if you'd have told me that there would have been a festival of music that travels the country and all that all you hear all night is boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. And there's lights and lasers and smoke and you're putting these jelly things under your tongue and you're... Having sex with random strangers and his boots and pants, boots and pants, boots and pants, boots and pants. I don't know. This okay. Would, this would this would play better if I took that big bacteria picture off there. I know. <laughs> All right, that's a picture of a Roku remote that I put up, and uh, we're just okay. under just under five minutes to go here. Last. Hey, th- folks, find us on Roku. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not yet. There's a big fight with Roku and YouTube. YouTube is uh, mad because Roku is pulling YouTube off their service. So if you get Roku service or if you get Roku TV that comes with Roku already equipped. So look out for that. If you're watching YouTube on your TV or on your computer or something through a Roku device. Which I don't understand because with a smart TV, even though if it's a Roku TV, you can still go to that. I guess you can't go to the app page, and maybe they're going to pull it out of the app service. I mean, because well, it's like a computer. If your TV has, it. if your TV has access to a Roku app, your TV more than likely has access to uh, the, the YouTube app. Well, I think what they're doing is they're taking it off their. Roku has an app or a box on their own, and that's how I first got into digital TV instead of cable and so forth was through the Roku right. box. But, yeah. I want to show up one more picture here, and I want to talk about this one more thing here before we go. Yeah. That's a picture of an abandoned jungle cruise ride. 
Okay. Why would there be an abandoned Jungle Cruise ride? This is according to InsideTheMagic.net, which we've discovered okay. is like a, a you know, blog-type piece. But there's other pictures up there with a castle and with a, a tower for, like, sky buckets and stuff. This is Disney Parks. This is what this is. This is, um, apparently, there's, a, there's an area in, and I'm assuming this is in Japan... Japanese Disney Parks with Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Disney Sea. Another theme park was meant to become a Disney park, but then it was left to rot. Really? Yeah. So there's a whole park. There's another picture of a teacup ride sitting there all weather beaten and beat to hell. And there's videos and I don't know. That's the only picture I could get up to cooperate with me, but. Just wow, picture okay. the castle at the Magic Kingdom, and there's all trash around. There's all mold on the, you know, like weather beaten. There's some graffiti this is on the wall. Somewhere in Asia. What's that? Is it somewhere in Asia? This is in Japan. Yeah. Well, that's that's Asia. Hello. Yeah. Are you well, calling? Are you calling all Japanese people Asian? Is that what you just did? Yes. They're not going to take your microaggressions, bro. <laughs> you need to be well, PC, did- bro. That's kind of strange that they would get to a point where there's actually a park before they would have any sort of approval for it. That's kind of weird and dumb. And why would there be a second park in Japan? Japan's not that big. I'd have to well, read that. This is called Nar- Nara Dreamland was operational 45 years but took a substantial hit once Tokyo Disneyland was built. So I guess ah, I, it wasn't a Disney park. It was a They were calling it a Disney park here, though. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to read ah, it. Ah, further down. Ah, That's how they ah. get you. Abandoned Disneyland knockoff. Right. That's what it was. So they had the fake Pepsi, then Pepsi rolled in there and said, no, stop. Well, wasn't like like Rainforest Cafe, wasn't there uh, another concept very Amazon, similar to it? Amazon Forest Cafe. And the reason why I know that, and it was located on iDrive, and the reason, the way I know that is I received a phone call the other day, and I had the caller ID on the cell phone, and it said Amazon Forest Cafe, and I looked at the number, and I didn't answer it. They didn't leave a message, and I did the Google machine, and that's what it told me it was, but it said it's closed. But somebody was calling me from that number. I didn't understand. So, Wow, they were calling from the past. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. They were the small greys with the reptilians calling me from the past, yes. Yes, it was, it was Doc Brown and Marty. Yes. All right, well, we're going to wrap up here. we got like 30, 25 seconds, so thank you for watching. If you're on twitch.tv slash both mics, stick around. We're going to be coming right back, all right? Cool.